Welcome to episode uh, 21 of Developer Melange, the podcast about developing software in the 21st century directly from Vienna, Austria. Developer Melange brings you regular discussions about everything software development. You can find us online on developermelange.github.io and you can follow us on Twitter via at devmelange, that's dev, M-E-L-A-N-G-E. We are very keen on learning what you think about this show or the podcast itself. So please reach out for us on Twitter or leave your comments on our website. We appreciate all of your feedback. And now, here are your hosts. My name is Christian Haas. I am a developer who embraces extreme programming. I am Peter Kovler, the Code Cop. Obviously, I'm fanatic about code. And today we have a guest, uh, Gerald Bauer. Uh, Gerald is well known in, in the Vienna community. He's uh, running the Ruby and crypto meetups and is uh, very enthusiastic about uh, crypto in general. And so the first thing, hi Gerard. Hi. Hi. Hello. Uh, so, Thanks uh, for inviting me. While we were uh, chatting during the warm-up, you said something about that we have to differentiate crypto into believers and non-believers. So what, what does it mean? What did you mean? So the, the official term is if you believe in Bitcoin, then it's called Bitcoin maximalist. And the, the other side is called a, a no-coiner. That, uh, yeah. And so the, the, the idea of the Bitcoin maximalist is that Bitcoin will basically take over the world and <laughs> cure cancer and, and yeah. That's, and make you rich, and I guess. Of course, that's the most important part. It will make you rich. And more important is all you have to do is you just have to invest and then you hodl. You hold on to your Bitcoins. That is, you get rich by doing nothing. <laughs> All you have to do is believe and believe. Of course, this is completely absurd, but <laughs> there are millions, <laughs> millions of believers. And so all they do is they hodl, you know. They all bought into and they are hodling the, the Bitcoin, waiting to get rich. It sounds like a pyramid game, right? So, you're so it, it's, a, it's a classic uh, Ponzi. And so it will take, but it will take years, you know. What is Ponzi? So a, a Ponzi scheme basically means it was the, the first one uh, by Mr. Ponzi in, uh, I think he was from Boston. And it's an investment scheme. And all, all you do is basically is there is no, uh, no factory or no company that produces any value. But he takes in, or the, the scheme, you take in the money from investors. And then you make a big show, an illusion that you, you, you generate profits by paying out money that you get from uh, investors you take in. And so it looks extremely profitable. As long, of course, as long as the scheme grows. If you get new people, then, you know, you can pay out... <laughs> from previous uh, the, the the money and so uh, the the irony in, in, in the Bitcoin Ponzi of course is that the one part of the the first classic Ponzi was it was a secret uh, it was a, a secret business uh, idea so if you ask Mr. Ponzi like how are you going to you know what's your business secret and how do you generate all this you know, money? And, and his answer was, of course, you know, 
a classic American that it's a business secret and he's not going to tell you, you know, his magic formula, how he generates. And the, the funny part about uh, Bitcoin is it's, it's so massive and so uh, gigantic that it's an, there's no secret, you know, it's all open. And if you tell people, you know, that is a classic Ponzi, and then they tell you, no, it's not a Ponzi because, you know, it's not secret, you know, where they, they don't. <laughs> and so that's, for example, that's one of the, uh, yeah. So you are like a no coiner then? And so uh, the, the idea of the, the no coiner of, as an insult is basically you have no clue. If you don't uh, use bitcoins, for example, or other currency, then you have you, you you don't know what you are talking about. It's like if you have never used Bitcoin and have experienced the magic, then you have no clue what you are talking about. So the insult is: if you're no coiner, you have no uh, you you are not qualified to talk about uh, cryptocurrencies. But of course, the the the, the no the no coiners, the two no coiners, they have they know the how the technology works. And the uh, true differentiation is that there's no investment. So if you do not if you do not hold any coins and have no investments, then you can like let's uh, use an example. There's a famous journalist from the New York Times, and so the New York Times has the policy: if you report on a company, then you are not allowed to have investment in the company. Mm -hmm. That's uh, it's like a strict. Uh, policy for so the journalists. It's like uh, objective, right? It's uh, because, not biased. Uh, and biased and yeah. also corruption. Mm -hmm. And so the, the same part, it applies. So they have uh, the Digital Gold book is a great, the greatest history book about Bitcoin in English from the New York um, journalist. And he holds, uh, he cannot hold any Bitcoins on any investment because that's the journalistic, you know, high standard. And, and the, the idea is that, yeah, that you... If, because you have no investment, you have you can be more neutral. Because really, it makes a big difference if you talk at meetups or if you talk to Bitcoin or other investors. Of course, you know they have uh, not, they want they, they believe and then they they cannot think anymore. You know, clear. It, it doesn't make you. It doesn't make you cannot make any sense anymore if you tell them. Okay, you know. They do not understand, you know, it's human nature that, of course, they have invested because they believe and then <laughs> they don't want to hear any arguments. Anything negative uh, about their why it's not working. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. I can see that. So you are a strict no-coiner then, I guess. So then uh, what are you doing in the, in the crypto uh, meetup and all this? Uh... And so the one fun part about the crypto meetup is um, in, in, in the investment part is Usually it's called the animal spirits and the animal spirits means basically it's human nature. It's like how can it, this euphoria or the aponsi, how does it work? And it's like human na nature that everybody wants to get rich. And so it's if you want to uh, see the emotions or like how, so that's a good field research <laughs> to see. And the, uh, the other part is uh, for the meetups. Usually, let's say a crypto meetup, the uh, crypto meetups um, is uh, because, you know, it's the, the, deaf, uh, the deaf podcast. 
it should be about you know how can I program this stuff because one great vision that's fantastic is Bitcoin or the cryptocurrency should be uh, the tagline programming programmable money you know it's money that you can program and so if you're a programmer or a developer you know it's like a fantastic new uh, frontier where you can code and you can you can program money and so if you want to learn okay how can i send money with a script or the, how, how does how does it all work and then usually these meetups <laughs> unfortunately is more like an investment show and where they push uh, uh, some startups but usually they don't like in the ponzi <laughs> they don't really uh, dig into how does the how does this magic work you know so that was the reason why you created the crypto meetup oh, and so they, they so you want to show the, the technical aspects so the the, the the crypto meetup that the small crypto meetup that I run basically i'm interested in the in the contract programming and the programming and cryptography and so that's the the focus is the it's the crypto programming meetup mm -hmm. so the programming is the the big part and it's like uh, uh, learn together hands-on group <laughs> and so this uh, there was a recent study that uh, checked you know that one argument is what is the value of Bitcoin or what is the value of Ethereum or of any of these cryptocurrency because by definition they have no they have zero value or the Bitcoin has zero value but what would be the value and then the, the value the irony is is the the network and the network is not the network uh, the the computer network but it's actually that's the fun part it's the people believing in in bitcoin so this is the 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 value you know you have all this uh, believing and tr or trying to believe and then the fun part is like how many they they studied okay they have so many millions of believers but what really is important is how many programmers, you know, how many try to improve because it's uh, Bitcoin itself, even so <laughs> it looks like a religion. It's the, the core is C++ code and it's, it's software, it's computer code. And so the, in computer code, the principle is I'm a big fan of evolution and that, you know, God, God creates uh, the perfect human, but I'm the big believer, you know, that uh, evolution and months after months you know small improvements and it goes on forever you know nothing is perfect and so if you want to survive you have to you know to change forever and so this bitcoin now for example is 10 years old and who is they have millions of believers and they have billions of uh, investment but who is going to to improve the code, you know, who is working on the code. And so they did a study, you know, there are 15 million, the Python, or there's the big debate, you know, what's the most popular programming language on the planet? Because, you know, one would say, okay, it's JavaScript, and then there's the estimate there are 15 million JavaScript developers. And then there's the other camp, that Python, you know, is the superstar, and now there are 50 million and five, uh, Python developers, so and it's growing even faster than JavaScript. So Python might be the the biggest one. And here, of course, the joke is, <laughs> the all these programming languages are 
just one percent of the market, you know, all together. Even Python, JavaScript, because the big guy, of course, is the Excel macro programming with 150 million. <laughs> There's no competition, you know, it's 99% of the market. But sorry, the long story is uh, the, the Bitcoin. And so they, uh, they tried to um, check like how many programmers are in the world working on all these crypto uh, projects. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And so they found a series like 50,000. So that's all, you know. Instead of, uh, and so of course the potential is 15 million uh, JavaScript uh, developers, but for now the one uh, conservative estimate is only 50,000 uh, coders. And most, the Bitcoin is, even though it's the oldest one, it's actually, uh, they just hodl. You know, there's not much going on in, uh, in trying to, to, to make it, um, to, to make the code better. Mm -hmm. So here, the, the big star is the Ethereum. Mm -hmm. This is it's newer, right? So I have no idea what's, what, what that means, but it's like pretty recent compared to Bitcoin, or no? It was, uh, I think I they, they celebrated, uh, so the Bitcoin had, um, at the beginning of the year, they had the 10-year anniversary. Mm -hmm. And uh, so uh, the Ethereum was actually, um, I think they ha have now the fourth, fourth year uh, anniversary. Mm -hmm. And uh, the fun part about Ethereum is that uh, the other, it, like Bitcoin was started by an anonymous, uh, by the famous uh, Satoshi, an anonymous person, and he, he, he disappeared. But um, the fun part is um, for Ethereum, there is no uh, it's it's it uh, the the founder is out in the open, and now the the fun part about the crypto is like how old? So he started the Bitcoin magazine, or he didn't start the Bitcoin magazine, the first magazine. He wanted um, well, let's to to ask the question like how old do you think he was when he started with the Bitcoin magazine? And the point was he was a teenager to give you a tip, and he wanted to you know. Initially, he didn't like the concept, but then, okay, he liked the, the Bitcoin concept. But because he was a teenager, he wanted to get some Bitcoins. And so how did he, how can you get Bitcoins as a teenager? And because he was super clever, he was writing a blog or articles about Bitcoin. And because they were so good and in-depth that he got contacted that they start the Bitcoin magazine. Mm -hmm. And if he writes two or three articles or more in a week, he gets paid in Bitcoin for this. Uh, and so he was analyzing two years or the, the, the Bitcoin scene, so to speak, with the excellent articles. And of course, he learned all the, the projects going on that tried to improve the the, the, the Bitcoin and the idea of Bitcoin actually is you know it's code that you can program money mm -hmm. and it's a big you know his articles or all this all this new project five six years back they tried to fix you know one one funny joke was that uh, Bitcoin is uh, the new TCIP you know mm -hmm. like Facebook is the social layer and so Bitcoin is you know it's the internet of money the internet of value it's a new TCPIP uh, mm -hmm. protocol. And of course, it's, it's a failure because with, you can do seven, seven um, transactions in a second. And 
imagine, you know, <laughs> TCAP packages and you can just send 20 packages, you know. You're not going to watch any, uh, any YouTube movie and so on. And so the, the idea, yeah, so the, the Ethereum, the, the breakthrough, and so Vitalik, he was 19 years old. I think now he is, it was six years ago. So now he is, is 25 years old. But he's kind of the, the, in the crypto scene, he's the Mark Zuckerberg or the, mm -hmm. he's the... Because um, he's the relative, the, the, the oldest known founder. Kind of, so like the, so he's, yeah. he's uh, the, the genius yeah. or the, from Ethereum and he's also, so he, he, yeah, a Canadian with Russian, Russian uh, immigrants. And, he's, and, and the idea is super simple. So it's basically is uh, that uh, in Bitcoin you have a, a script, it's called Bitcoin script, a programming language to do contract programming. So if mm -hmm. you have, if you want to send money or if you want multi-signatures, if you want to program uh, Bitcoin transactions itself, the contract, then it's Bitcoin script. And the fun part is it's... Uh, Basically, it's a stack machine, force-like, which is a simple assembly language. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But one joke is it's stateless. Stateless means there are no, uh, even so it's a blockchain, a database, you cannot store anything. And so you can just, and there it's a, it's a very limited, compared if to a modern language, very limited language. And so the idea of, of Vitalik was, you know, is uh, why not, you know, uh, use a programming language where you can do everything. And um, the technical turn is turning complete, you know. If you have a simple uh, language, and an example is uh, a loop, you know. If you have in the Bitcoin script language, you do, you do not have any loops, you know. And why do you, why don't you have, why don't they allow loops? Because if you have a loop, you know, you ha can have an, in your contract, you put in a loop, an endless loop, you know, then basically the network is that denial of service attack, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm. You just send this transaction and then if, if it's an endless loop, you know, it will loop forever. Mm -hmm. So if there's, if it's not turning complete, it's that security you have to make sure, yeah. Yeah, that, so it's, uh, it has less features and it makes it kind of safe. And the, the fun part is the turning, the turning complete gets all the, what's the name, gets all the, the fame, you know. And Alan Turning now gets the fame on the 50 pound uh, note, you know, the Bank of England. Uh -huh. I think just two days ago, you know, they put him on the 50 pound because now cryptography and turning complete, you know. That's really um, making a big impact. So you talked about the crypto meetup, and then you talked about that uh, basically the currencies are only as strong as numbers developers working on them, basically, because that's what would move them forward. Right? There, there are two schools of belief. One is, you know, the the Bitcoin holders. Yeah, they believe, you know, it's Bitcoin is perfect, and you don't need to change it, and we are getting rich which of course it's another way of, uh, it's, it's absurd. If you're a programmer, you know, you know, nothing is perfect and you always can, software is never done mm -hmm. and you can always, you know, improve it. And if you have Windows 95 <laughs> and now you have uh, Windows 10, you know, it makes our old, old uh, phone, who has a Nokia phone, you know? And so in the technology world, you know, 
really if you can make you know improve it then it's pretty uh, harsh the mm -hmm, evolution mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so they the, the bitcoin guys you know there's even there's something a bitcoin fork called bitcoin satoshi vision and the idea is the founder uh, is claiming he is satoshi himself mm -hmm. christoph wright from australia and he is going back to the roots of Bitcoin and all the improvements they have made in the years. They've actually made some uh, great improvements. He's rolling back to the original... <laughs> to his original... Cool. To his original vision because okay. he is Satoshi himself. But of course, this is all, uh, in my opinion, uh, r ridiculous. And so the, the other idea of the, the Ethereum of this teenager, he's no longer a teenager. He is uh, a big fan uh, of of uh, improving and not only a big fan it's also hands-on so for example um, if you update the Bitcoin network or in case the ethereum network it used to be called a hard fork because you know mm -hmm. all these networks it's an uh, also a network and so they have to agree so everybody has to update their software and it was called a hard fork but it sounds like harsh you know and uh, so the, the new um, way um, for marketing is the Ethereum. They have every four months, they have a, a network upgrade. So of course it's software, so they are never on time. <laughs> so they planned one, I think it was in, in, in February and then because of security issues and so on, it was delayed for another six weeks and so on. And it might, it's not like Pearl. <laughs> that they will delay it for years and you wait for years. But the idea is, for example, with Ethereum, they actually they have uh, two or three network upgrades uh, in, in, in a year. Mm -hmm. And it's also, they even have a massive uh, next generation version. And they have their core uh, conference. It's not an investment show, but it's actually called uh, a generic name it's called uh, I think um, Def Defconf mm -hmm. so there you know there where they meet up it's not called the, the block investment show or the block boom <laughs> where we eat all meat and uh, so and, and, and yeah so they, they have a extreme focus and also the other focus by Ethereum is actually the, the focus is on on the programming you know mm -hmm. that you can program uh, uh, everything there's no there's no constraint so it's turning complete and turning complete means you can do basically you can do everything yeah, you can, uh, and, what, what's the language and the language it's called um, it's a ethereum uh, bytecode and then you can target like uh, machine code you can build your own languages on top and the most famous is called uh, solidity it was initially it was a python flavor but the solidity is kind of um, uh, um, between JavaScript and C because if you, for secure code, for secure code you want to have strong types, mm -hmm. and JavaScript has no or the, the mm -hmm. standard JavaScript has no types, so the solidity basically is as. And one fun part about the crypto is, of course, if you do program with money, that the programs are back to the 80s, which means you know. These are small programs with uh, 20 lines. If you do a lottery, 
it's six lines, you know, they are not like massive millions of lines of code, but they are small, small uh, programs and the programming language, so the solidity is like JavaScript, but of course it's way, way simpler than JavaScript, mm -hmm. but it has to have, uh, it has to have types to make sure, mm -hmm. you know, if you have stack overflow and the stack overflow would be your bank account, <laughs> then the whole network basically is, uh, and it happened, you know, in Bitcoin, they had uh, one guy who has done a stack overflow and then he had trillions of Bitcoins. <laughs> and so it just took them, I think, uh, six or eight hours to do a hard fork and to, ro to roll it back. But it's not usually, they don't, you know, they say it never, it, so accident never happened. But actually, you know, this was a real, after three or four years, somebody actually tried to, and it was a life, you know. So they had six, six, they were. So it led, worked for some time and then uh, people were like, they had to roll backing his change. Like they had so. to roll back by pushing out a, a new version, and of course everybody was interested in in rolling back because otherwise he would be you know the system would it would be the end. Yeah, and because so, he would uh, own everything. Yeah? And so a stack overflow is if it's the balance is kind of <laughs> yeah, and so that's the the programming language usually is should be a static st static types. So with the evolutionary design then of Ethereum, is Ethereum then the better money than Bitcoin? So the, the great part about uh, Ethereum is that they say uh, Bitcoin is, the comparison is Bitcoin is like gold, you know, it's not no longer any money because the fun part is it started as uh, electronic cash, you know, and the idea was payments, you know, payments and cash. But nobody is paying anybody, you know, in, in Bitcoin. So Bitcoin is no longer a money. Everybody is holding. And it's kind of, if you are gentle, you can say it's gold, you know. It's, it's the gold so version. Put it to the, to the basement. And, and you know, you gold and you wait until the, the world ends and then you are safe, you know. Because you have Bitcoin, even if the world ends, you know, <laughs> you are safe because you are rich. So it's completely lunatic. It's not working or as money and it's not money anymore. And the Ethereum here, the part is it's also, that's the fun part, it's also not, uh, the idea is it's not money, but what drives the economy? So it's, the idea is the analog, it's oil, you know? So uh, Ethereum is oil, why is it oil? You know? One, the, the, the tagline of Ethereum crypto is the world computer. And so, and the part of the Ethereum world computer is if you want to run uh, a program on the Ethereum world computer, how does it run? You know, you cannot run it, you know, just for fun. But the part is you have to pay, you know, you have to pay with the cryptocurrency and they call it gas, which is that's the, the oil part. So every instruction that runs on Ethereum, you have to pay. There's nothing free. And so the, the, it has actual utility. So the utility of the ether, that's the cryptocurrency of Ethereum, is that you, you, it has the, the, you have to use it and to pay for, if, for every contract. You know? Nothing runs without, uh, without paying in ether. And now to go back to that turning complete, how to solve this puzzle. So in Bitcoin, 
you know, if you get attacked, you cannot have endless loops and you cannot have functions because if you have a function, you know, you have a go-to. And if you have a go-to instruction, a jump instruction, what can you do with a jump instruction? You know, you can make a loop, you know. Mm -hmm. So in the Bitcoin script programming language, there are no jumps, there are no go-tos. And if you have no go-tos, no jumps, you cannot do any um, functions. Mm -hmm. And keeps your code simple. All they have is uh, if-else. Uh, mm -hmm. And then so you can do time locks and multi-signatures. But it's fairly restricted, you know. And so the Ethereum, you can do everything, you know. You have go jumps, go-tos, loops, endless loops. But how can they avoid the denial of service attacks? And in the the, the, the technical name is to keep, got, get back to the Viennese mathematician who is uh, for turning complete. It was Gödel. And in, in mathematics, it's the problem. It's called the halting problem. Mm -hmm. If you have a computer program, how can you know that this program halts? Halts means how do you know it will stop? You know, can you prove if you're a mathematician, mm -hmm. somebody gives the instruction and they tell you, you know, please tell me mathematical proof. I want to know will this program stop? Hold the halting problem. And so Gödel was famous. He was a Viennese uh, pessimist, and of course he proved he proved in mathematics that the halting problem is. Uh, unsolvable. Mm -hmm. If you have a Turing complete language, then you cannot prove in mathematics that if you have a program, if it will ever stop, you know, it's like the same with the, I think the name is non-proportional uh, in mathematics. If you have a problem and it's unsolvable, but that's basically the idea. So if the, the whole thing problem, you mm -hmm. cannot prove it in mathematics. And so the Bitcoin guys, they made it, um, they, they threw out the turning complete. But the Vitalik, what, what has he done to solve this uh, mysterious halting problem? Mm -hmm. yeah? You can run any code, but you can prove that it will hold. And Google say it's not possible, you know? It's not possible that the instruction will uh, stop. And so the, the solution from, um, that's why the oil comes in from Vitalik was super simple. And the solution is, you have to pay for every instruction, you know. And if somebody attacks your um, your network with, with with the code, and if he wants to run forever, he cannot run forever because he has to pay for every instructions. And if it runs forever, you know, he is not so rich, you know. It's, <laughs> so it's a resource-based thing. He, he runs out of money. You have every instruction costs money, and then the other, uh, the second, uh, the second security part built in is the upper limit, the gas limit, which means, you know, even if you would be the richest guy and you spend billions of dollars, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a gas limit. And so after you have, let's say, different instructions have different fees, mm -hmm. the storage are the most expensive. They are like 20,000 times as uh, expensive as a normal addition or something. Mm -hmm. But the basic, yeah, so you run out of, uh, of gas and you have a, a gas limit and so that also keeps your programs uh, small and this uh, genius idea in a way this solves the famous uh, halting problem and that basically means now that if you're a python programmer if you're a ruby programmer a javascript programmer the good news is 
you are also a blockchain programmer because there's there's no difference and the only difference is uh, you have to take care of security and usually the programs they are pretty small yeah. and how then how would i do that so how would i get into how would i get into uh, writing such a program in, in ethereum you can actually you can start in you don't have to install anything you can start in your browser mm -hmm. and they have a a remix browser uh, EDI and then you just uh, basically write the, the JavaScript code which is called solidity with it's JavaScript with types yeah you said that so it's, it's like a, JavaScript so if I can do JavaScript I can free so if you can do JavaScript you can do it like e easily yeah. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's um, and that's kind of uh, but the other part, yeah. for example, yeah, to make it fun, uh, I'm a big Ruby fan, and so I created a new language. Well, it's not a new language. That's a criticism on Solidity, because my idea is contract programming is just programming. Mm -hmm. You don't need, why would you create a new language, Solidity? So they created a new Solidity language because they want a simpler JavaScript with types. But So I created a language, it's called... Uh, Simple, secure, safe Ruby, S6 Ruby, and solid. And, and so here the idea is you use a, a Ruby subset. So it's actually a mobile Ruby. And there's a version called MRuby, which is the embedded uh, Ruby version in a single library. And so this is even, it's a subset of the mobile Ruby, but it's standard Ruby. You, know? you can run it. Mm -hmm. in, 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 in standard Ruby, you can run it in mobile Ruby, and then you have the S6, the secure Ruby, which would be the, the contract version. And so in this case, you can, run, you can run your contract, let's say you build a lottery. And the fun part is because the, the transfer of money is built in, let's say you build a lottery, and the fun part is you just need uh, you don't have to create accounts because it's the infrastructure mm -hmm. that's provided. Mm -hmm. Then you need maybe five, six lines to have like a fair lottery that is better than the Austrian state lottery. Because the blockchain takes care of the accounts, of the money transfer. And all you have mm -hmm. to do is, you know, you have to collect the people who take part. And then you wait some block times. And then... Um, you, you can send out send out the money. the money and everything every transaction is stored and so yeah it, that sounds like uh, super easy and is that what you kind of would do on the meetup together because wow. i was always planning to yeah. to attend your meetup but uh, no, so they, they, they meet up one meetup the the first one was contract programming so the idea was that's the most maybe that's the most fun part you know you can do super adequate if you do Ponzi schemes, there's a simple pyramid scheme. What's the difference between a Ponzi scheme and a pyramid scheme? And so the difference is a pyramid scheme, the pyramid has different levels, but a Ponzi scheme is just the definition is, you know, the money comes from the previous investors, but you don't need, you know, have different levels or whatever. So the pyramid scheme, so like a specialization mm -hmm. of, a, of a Ponzi with the levels. And I have a book called uh, Programming Crypto, uh, Crypto Contracts. 
It's free online at Booklet on the open blockchain. So you, you wrote it? Yeah, so it's in, you, in English. No, but you wrote it, so it's your book? It's, it's my okay. booklet. So we'll uh, make sure to add and, a link. And that then. booklet has uh, the okay. ideas. Uh, it was based, there's an English book called, uh, because when I was trying to do Ethereum smart contracts, I tried to get examples. And most books, they were just solidity reference, and mm -hmm. they didn't have lots of examples, you know, just a, a piggy bank, a savings account, or a token but not many, and that's it. You know, you have 500 pages, they do a reference of the language, and then, okay, but show me more examples. And there's a fantastic book that's called, uh, uh, it's about gambling, basically. They have roulette, they have casinos, lotteries, and then they have different simple Ponzi, governmental, also Ponzi's from the real life. <laughs> because one great part about the Ethereum is if you want to be trustworthy, then usually uh, you have to publish your contract code. And so even though they want to, to you know, rip you off, they even they publish the, the code. <laughs> Nobody looks at it, mm -hmm. but on the blockchain, you, you can go to famous, the governmental Ponzi scheme or the, the Ponzi ECO, and they're really fun to read because the fun part is it's open source. Some even they have comments, you know. Mm -hmm. And even jokes and, and cheeky comments in, in in the in the code. But the other funny part is, you know, it's not uh, the contracts. They are small. They are like fifty lines, in, in, and so. And and in this part, the the booklet, the fun part is if you use the secure Ruby version. Is uh, Ruby is famous for expressive code, like, but not as cryptic as Perl. And so if you take, let's say, a 50-line Solidity uh, uh, Ponzi or a lottery contract, then it even in, in, in Ruby it makes 20 lines, mm -hmm. and you can run it. You know, you don't have to, to set up a, a blockchain network because one hard part of Ethereum or of Bitcoin is nowadays if you want to do a real simulation, then you have, because it's decentralized, the idea is you run your own node mm -hmm. and you join the network. But for example, for Ethereum, if you want to join the network, you need, I think, the blockchain, the database now, if you synchronize, it's one um, over a gigabyte of, uh, of storage, mm -hmm. which is not as bad, but you have to start at the genesis and redo all the transactions. Mm -hmm. And I think the estimate with a solid state disk or something, if you rerun the Ethereum, because they, they are programmable and they had also some attacks, it runs maybe uh, two or three, four days, you know, mm -hmm. until if you really want to do not a snapshot, but mm -hmm. you want to redo everything to, and you trust nobody. <laughs> mm -hmm. And also the Ethereum, for example, they are successful in the sense that they are at full maximum capacity. And then this means if you want to run a node, you need, you know, your computer on the network is going to get crazy because, you know, <coughs> the block time for Ethereum, for example, is five seconds. So there is in, uh, in, in Bitcoin, you know, you get a, a block every 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. But if you want to be a node, you know, there's the transaction pool and they send you all the transactions. But it's a lot of uh, internet traffic. Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. 
it all sounds uh, pretty confusing to me. Oh, yeah, it's all because I had never had a lot of uh, magic words. So maybe to conclude this, what would be a good book uh, that I could read so I could get into this topic? So the programming topic, right? Because we are basically all the time we are not. Uh, because uh, you also had this uh, guide to investments book here, which we don't want to talk about. But what would be a good book to get into the coding uh, aspects of that? Oh, okay. So one, um, actually, it's super expensive from O'Reilly. It's uh, the irony. It's called Programming Bitcoin from Jimmy Song. It's a Bitcoin maximalist. I think it's 60 or 70 US dollars. And he used it for... He used it for um, bit Bitcoin workshops. So he's a core developer mm -hmm. of Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. But the great part is uh, the book is free online, not as a single PDF, but it's in, in Markdown on GitHub. And so this one is, uh, if you can read, you know, mm -hmm. chapter by chapter, mm -hmm. with the, it's not as a single PDF. Mm -hmm. But if you're super rich, <laughs> you can buy the $70. But this one, is it's, it came out, I think, in April this year. Oh, so it's pretty and, recent. And okay. so this uh -huh. is super recent. And it, it what it does, uh, educative, basically, it rebuilds Bitcoin in, in Python as a, not as, as, an a, exercise. Not as, as, as a working uh, note, but as an exercise. Uh -huh. But it's extremely uh, authentic. And he's not, uh, cutting corners so he starts actually we didn't get into crypto with the elliptic uh, elliptic curves cryptography so he's starting with the, with the real crypto that we didn't and when, talk when he about, starts yeah. with the elliptic uh, curve cryptography the fun part is he doesn't start with okay let's use this library you know and this library crypto library you can do crypt, uh, elliptic curve cryptography but he actually starts the elliptic uh, curves, they are using finite fields and not real numbers. This kind of like metrics. And so he builds first in the first chapter the what's finite fields mathematics, which is not really complex, but it's all, uh, just a different uh, system. Mm -hmm. And in the next chapter, he builds actually from scratch again, the elliptic curve cryptography. So there is this, the fantastic part is, uh, that it actually starts, you know, with zero. So from it's scratch, yeah, and it, even the cryptography is from scratch. That there's no you. You build your own code. You don't use a cryptography library. Of course, the recommendation is if you go live, cryptography. You know, you want professional libraries. Yeah, you don't do your own crypto. Yeah. It's uh, usually not a good idea to use your own crypto <laughs> because you never know. There's so many. Uh, but the, for learning, I'm a big fan. And the other one, uh, the the idea is of the open blockchains on GitHub, the organization, open blockchains, awesome blockchains. It sounds like uh, pushing or promoting blockchains. But here the idea is... So is it a book that's called Open Blockchains? That's an awesome page in the tradition of awesome pages, which means it's a, a page that uh, links to books and to recommended resources and links. It's like a huge link collection. Yeah, so it's, an, it's an awesome there. repository, yeah. And okay. it's called Awesome Blockchains. It was... Um, ah, it's called Awesome Blockchain. Okay. And Open Blockchains is the organization. And so here the idea is it collects um, all the things that, not the investment part, but that build your start from scratch. 
start from scratch and build your own blockchain. Mm -hmm. And so there is lots of great tutorials, build your own blockchains in 15 minutes in Python with 30 lines of code or in Go, in Haskell, you know, there are lots of collections of different, different languages. And also it has uh, links to, uh, to uh, books. And some of the books, or the books most that are mentioned, they have the, they are free on, online on GitHub, not as a PDF, but mm -hmm. as the, the source and the source text readable. So this would be a... Well, it's great. I think we will uh, make sure to add the links to this uh, site to the bottom. And I'm uh, really happy that you happen to mention Go in the end, so Christian doesn't have to do it himself. Uh, that's uh, excellent to close this topic. And you already talked about the, the meetup. Uh... Oh, yeah. If anybody's interested in the Vienna crypto meetup, programming meetup. Uh... Mm -hmm. So when does that happen in, in reg regularly? So usually it's like uh, the second Wednesday every every month. And the, the focus is a, a study group, basically, very small. We might be five, six, seven. And um, we started as topic, one was uh, contract programming. And the, the last one was about, um, about this, um, elliptic curve cryptography with multi-signatures, Schnorr signatures using Rust, for the example. And Libra has um, lots of um, great stuff. But the idea is, yeah, to bring your computer and work together. And everybody can bring their own crypto project. So it's basically sitting in a, in a coffee house for maybe two hours and then work together. There's no upfront. Um, there is no presentations, organizations, it's more uh, like a peer group of doing some crypto stuff together and maybe uh, asking each other questions. So the idea is to be, be hands-on. Yeah. But yeah, usually yeah, there's more, yeah, there's, there's some presentations, but not, you know, upfront, showing the approach. Ah, I mean like on, on And you can on follow it on. Dynamically, so on, on if demand. If there's a presentation, it's let's, uh, like a notebook. Mm -hmm. where you can follow along if you don't have to follow along but then if you bring your computer you can do the 10 steps and follow along so it, and, it's hands-on okay. and that's on meetup i guess that's so. on meetup the vienna crypto it's called vienna crypto programming but the link is meetup.com and then vienna-crypto so that's for crypto do we have anything else in vienna christian what else is happening we have the global day of code retreat coming up in november as well on two days well on two days of global day of code yeah retreat. that will be super awesome i'm extremely excited because i think i will be there on two days yeah <laughs> several will try to yes so what is a global day of code retreat we want to exercise our programming skills and or other um, skills soft skills as well deliberately and this by short exercises and the whole day so it will be on friday and then again on saturday you can be on just one day just to try it out either in either of those or even be as motivated as we are to be there on both days see more on the homepage. page that is true yeah i'm saying i'm uh, thank you gerard so my head is spinning as I've, um, uh, now I'm more confused than ever. No, uh, at least I have some context for some buzzwords. Yeah, thank you. It's called the, the rabbit hole. You know, once <laughs> you start, it's, it's forever. But the important message, maybe that got lost, 
that if you do crypto programming or contract programming, it's programming. There's no, there's no different. You know? There's no magic, and programming is programming. So, thank you as well, and we will meet up in another another two weeks for another cup of delicious developer melange.